<clears throat> me, 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 me. Clear your throat real yeah. quick. We've got a four-hour movie to talk about. So. Well. <laughs> Five, four, mm-hmm. three, two. I know you see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know the song, right? Yeah. Okay. It was in the trailer for the first release. Yeah. Up another version. I was worried I missed something. <laughs> oh no! It was in the. Uh, it was in the. There was a different version in the trailer for the first movie. But I like this one better. listen to some instrumental uh are you on the uh video or is your no. camera just not working no i'm not on the video because i i'm going back and forth to wikipedia okay welcome to those are episode oh, oh okay <clears throat> welcome to episode 20 of attempted topics i'm jeremy i'm steven and we're, we are finally in, in the 20s now. We escaped the 10s after... I think we were in the 10s for like four or five months. Forever. I should have said I'm Steppenwolf. Ooh. Would have been <laughs> fit, that would have been fitting. <clears throat> I am... Justice Jeremy. <laughs> and I'm Steppenwolf. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Today we are here to discuss the twenty twenty one. Like I guess it would be a re release. So you, I, I just consider it a new movie, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess the the twenty twenty one film Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, it's a. Uh, I don't know if you're really familiar with how this film. Uh, came about in the re-release. Um, I can give like a, a brief um, description if you would like. Yeah. So I have a, a, a love-hate relationship with the um, release the Snyder Cut movement. So what essentially happened was in... I think I don't know if it was 2016 or 2017. Um, they were filming. They were like wrapping up Justice League. I think a lot of it was filmed. Like I don't know how much percentage of it was filmed or anything. But um, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, and um, pretty much had to uh, to walk away from the uh, fr- from the movie entirely, mm. and. Um, 
they brought like Warner Brothers brought in Joss Whedon to um, like pretty much finish up the movie, which is like they brought him in to quote unquote finish up the movie. Yeah, but what they pretty much did was they um, had him do a lot of reshoots, um, like make it more funny because <clears throat> Warner Brothers was like panicking because of uh, the reception of Batman versus Superman, yeah. which um, which over time people have grown to kind of accept it a lot more than they did at the uh, at the original release. So, like I said, they brought him in to quote unquote finish up the movie, but it was actually like a bunch of reshoots. And um, like at the time, the movie was supposed to come out in like six months or something. So they had to rush to get everything done. Um, they had to like, crack jokes. They had to work around a bunch of scheduling conflicts with the actors. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Henry Cavill was making. Uh, Mission Impossible at the time, and he had a mustache, and <laughs> he needed the mustache for Mission Impossible, so they told him, like, you can't shave your mustache and then go film Justice League for a few days and then come back without a mustache. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a lot of scenes in the 2017 version where he very obviously has a mustache that they just covered up with CGI and it just looks like he has like a fat upper lip. You know, I support Superman with a super mustache. They should have did it. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Yeah. <clears throat> um I mean I, I don't think it would have worked with a mustache, but <laughs> <laughs> um no. But yeah, the 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 issue is like there's just a lot of like very obvious reshoots like Ben Affleck will have like a different hairstyle in one scene like in one cut and then in the next cut in the same exact scene his hair will be a different way mm -hmm. um Jason Momoa's tattoos are different <clears throat> so i mean chances are if if you're listening to this episode you you're very well aware of but um what Joss Whedon did with his uh, his cuts of the movie. So, see, I don't even remember that one much at all. Yeah, <clears throat> um, that was my idea. Like when when I was thinking about what, what I could say about the original version of Justice League, I would like I I don't think I have much to say okay. about it because I don't remember very much about it at all. Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you what um, what scenes were new. And what scenes, well not new, but I couldn't tell you what scenes they reshot or anything. <clears throat> so or... I, I, went, I went back and I watched a couple of the scenes. Like mm -hmm. I, I watched the scene where Superman gets reunited with the Justice League and um, like he asks um, he asks Batman do you bleed? But like, he doesn't remember. He's not supposed to remember that. Mm. So, like, oh, they, he was they, they, just they back. yeah, he was like, he was confused. 
Um, and for some reason, he remembers Batman. And in the Zack Snyder version, it's Lois Lane who remembers because, like, Lois Lane is one of the only people he loves. I mean, he loves humanity, but you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, um, like, he's not supposed to remember Batman to to even quote anything that happened in Batman versus Superman. Oh, there was just a huge glitch with you. I don't know if it recorded like that. Am I good now? Yeah. All right, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll re-say what I just said. Um, okay. Just in case. <laughs> <clears throat> there. Um, so, so Superman isn't supposed to remember Batman enough or remember anything before enough to um, to be able to quote anything for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, and I know in, in that scene, there's another part where like Superman's standing off with, um, like Cyborg and Wonder Woman and the Flash and Aquaman and Aquaman in the, the Joss Whedon version is like cracking jokes about how, like, he's like, I don't think he's okay. And then like him and Wonder Woman are going back and forth, like just like stupid banter about how Superman's not okay. Yeah. Then you go to the Zack Snyder version and they're like like pretty much a lot of the movie is serious. Um and like the Flash is the only character that's like really cracking jokes, is that just who who he is? Yeah. And then you'll get like some like witty banter between like Alfred and Batman or like I liked Alfred and Wonder Woman with the T. Yeah. Um, he was trying to. She apparently knew how to make tea, but he did not think she did. And <laughs> so, um, like what I was saying before, I have like a, a love hate relationship with the uh, release, the Snyder Cut version, or like the hashtag, because when Justice League first came out, I was like, okay, that that would be cool to see, like a like a two and a half hour version of the movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that'll be fine. But these guys online just took it to like extreme levels. And it's like, it, it's like, I don't think this has ever happened before. And it, it, it might not ever happen again. I don't say, pro- I don't want to say it probably won't happen again, but it might not happen again where, studio is pretty much like cyber bullied into giving fans what they want. So like what I did on Twitter is it got to the point on Twitter where I like muted anything like Zack Snyder related because I was just tired of of all these people just spamming Warner Brothers with like release the Snyder cut. Like people were like um Posting videos of them like burying Blu-rays of Justice League in the store, and like <laughs> going into going into theaters and screaming "Release the Snyder Cut!" and it's like you you paid a ticket to see Justice League, and yeah, like like they don't care what you do once you're in there; they already have your money. If you want to get kicked out of the movie for screaming "Release the Snyder Cut," you know <laughs> by all by all means go ahead. They already have your money, so they don't care. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I snuck in. <laughs> but yeah, um So it it was just <clears throat> it was just real annoying to like see all this uh like cyberbullying eventually to like eventually like crazy amounts of cyberbullying on Twitter just to release this version of the movie that I didn't even think existed. Which I was wrong and I'm glad that I'm wrong because this is a much better version of the movie. But like at the time I was like, there's no way there's a better version of this movie out there that they didn't release. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought either. I was like, oh maybe there's like an extra half hour or so because they released um like the ultimate version of Batman for a Superman, which was a half hour longer than the theatrical version. So I thought that there I was like, there's like no way that this thing actually exists. Yeah. Now, how did they handle Cyborg and the 2017 one? Because I can't really remember <clears throat> him much at all. But in this one, I remember him. He was like basically throughout the movie. And then what was it? Part three, <laughs> where it was basically him, him and the Flash got the focus. Yeah. Um, yeah, like part part one and two are uh, like part one is pretty much a Batman story. Part two is a um, like a Wonder Woman story or whatever. But um, yeah, the like Cyborg has probably like three minutes of solo screen time in the original version. Because um, we had that whole backstory in this one, and I don't remember. Yeah, it's anyway. it's almost. It's almost like a a short film in this one where um, I would have actually liked to see a um, like a, a two hour cyborg movie, which um, I don't think we're ever going to get, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that would have been cool. I don't remember him being in the um, like, I don't remember get him getting much backstory at all in the original version. Mm. I don't <clears throat> either, but I'm not. I seriously can't think of that movie at all, really. <laughs> I want to say that there's like 90% of the of his backstory that's not shown. Yeah. Um, like I I couldn't even tell you how Cyborg came uh became about until I saw Zack Snyder's version. So I don't I don't think that he was in the uh 2017 version much at all, except for. Um, like once the Justice League starts forming, <clears throat> I think it's 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 probably like a short version, like a, a short scene of like Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne, like, hey, let's recruit people, and then Wonder Woman's like, oh, Cyborg seems like he'll work, and then she goes to get <laughs> Cyborg, and he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, the only other. I mean, it's not the only other thing, but another thing I wanted to point out the difference between the two is is um, in the 2017 version, it's it almost seems like they can't fight Steppenwolf without Superman. Mm -hmm. Like, a, <clears throat> like a lot of the movie is like, we need Superman. And 
I have a theory behind why that is. Um, so I, I don't think Zack Snyder, um, I don't know if he doesn't like Superman or he doesn't understand the character of Superman. Um, because they, they're they like, uh, like they're mourning him in this movie as, as if they would be mourning like the... Um, the Chris, the Christopher Reeve Superman, you know what I mean? Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. like he destroyed the city, it in, in uh, the end of Man of Steel, and they like yeah, put him on trial. <laughs> they like they like put him on trial, and they're like, "Hey, um, like you're an alien. We don't know if we could have you acting like this." And, um. Then once he dies, they're like treating him like he is, like he's a god. Which I mean, he is. But I don't think that I don't think in Zack Snyder's Justice League they're treating him like they should. <clears throat> um. So yeah, like, so my theory is that in the like the reshoots and stuff, they they realized like, hey, Zack Snyder doesn't get the character of Superman, so we need to make him seem like. You know, like these guys need him to win. Because in the 2017 yeah. version, it's like they need him. In this version, it's like we don't really need him, but it would be a lot easier if he was here. <laughs> so, like, why not bring him back? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and also, Steppenwolf is actually a character in this one too. Um, like we said, Cyborg has a lot more screen time. Yeah. And we find out that um, Steppenwolf betrayed Darkseid, and I don't think they actually say exactly what he did. No, I, think I don't that... think they did either. I had to look it up. I was like, did I miss this? Because I remember them saying, like, I remember just... Steppenwolf saying that he betrayed him. Were you gonna he say did something shady <laughs> in his past? Yeah, that... <clears throat> I looked it up, and there were like theories, like, what did Steppenwolf do to uh, Darkseid? So it's like he wants to redeem himself. And I don't think we got any of that in the original version. It's just like, oh, Steppenwolf's working for Darkseid. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> you have any more uh, I, I thoughts? Thought, I thought he was cool. Did you like any of the epilogue scenes? Yeah. Um, so, there's the scene with Martian Manhunter, who I had no idea who he was. Um, he's the guy who uh, comes to visit uh, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And he um, he like disguises himself as uh, as Clark Kent's mom to go talk to Lois Lane. Oh, Did you yeah. catch that scene? Yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> yeah, that that was that that was the guy at the end, Martian Manhunter. So, <clears throat> I was confused how he even came into this movie. Because at the end, mm-hmm. he's telling Bruce Wayne, like, "Hey, uh, your parents will be proud of you." And it's like, "How do you know my parents?" So, like, I don't know if there's more that is said in the comics or anything. I mean, I'm sure there is, but um, 
Yeah, I like that. And there is like a lot of um like a lot of stuff that would be determined in future movies that they're probably not gonna make. Yeah. They can keep Lex Luthor. <laughs> I mean honestly at, at this point I would I would probably be there for like anything they have <laughs> involving this universe because um like I wasn't a huge fan of Birds of Prey and I saw this the Suicide Squad trailer which was released uh yesterday as of recording this and I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. <laughs> See, I love I love Harley Quinn and I love Margot Robbie. So I'm excited for anything with her in it. Yeah. I mean, I like Birds Birds of Prey. Prey. I liked it. I didn't love it. So I'm like, I didn't love it as much as you did. I was like, oh, it's okay. That's one of the few movies like this I vividly remember. Now, um, like, I, I, I would much rather see a version of uh like see a solo Batman movie with Ben Affleck than I would Robert Pattinson. Even though like I think Robert Pattinson is a great actor and he probably will be a, a good Batman. I mm-hmm. would I would much rather see uh like future movies of what they got going on in uh this version of Justice League. Yeah. Um what did you think of uh the scene with the Joker. I like that Joker. Kind of. I feel like I liked him more in Suicide Squad. <clears throat> I I really liked that scene. Um, and I thought I liked him more in this version than I did Suicide Squad. <clears throat> um, I am I'm confused as to um, where they're going with where they would be going with the Joker. I mean, so I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know this, but they filmed that scene last year. Oh, okay. And they didn't even have uh, Ben Affleck and Jared Leto in the same room. Yeah, um, I did see that. But yeah, they, they filmed it last year and um, Zack Snyder pretty much had to beg them to bring Jared Leto back. Yeah. Because um, they didn't want him in the movie. And Zack Snyder was like, look, this is the last thing I'm doing. Just let me do what I want. And uh, they finally uh, like gave in to him. And <clears throat> like When they say this is Zack Snyder's Justice League, this is literally um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like 110% what, what he wants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, he got he got Jared Leto back. So I I don't I didn't understand the um like the lack of tattoos <laughs> that's going on here. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so I thought maybe it would have taken place before Suicide Squad, but the way they were talking, it clearly didn't. No, it it didn't because. I was thinking that too, but in Suicide Squad, they acknowledge the fact that like Superman is a new being on Earth that just died. Yeah. 
So this would have this would have to happen after. I got dogs barking. This would ha this would have to ha have to happen after everything. Like this is what's last in the timeline. <clears throat> but yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't understand the um, idea from Warner Brothers. Like all like, all, like I don't know what this is on Rotten Tomatoes. I know it's like I know it has like a high percentage. I don't understand, um, like the fans being like, "Hey, we like this. Can we have more?" And they're just like, "No, you got to do it. You, you got to deal with what you're going to get." Like, too bad. <clears throat> um, do you have anything else before we um, delve into the plot a little bit? I wanted Jared Leto to have his own Joker movie. I I don't I think want, I do. I wanted him to be in Birds of Prey. The way they did him in that movie was kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's like it's strange because oh, go ahead. they shot him in cartoon form and they used like Joker from the animated series. Yeah. And then they had a stand-in actor play him for a quick second. <clears throat> so the uh like what I just said before, the on Rotten Tomatoes it has a seventy three percent from critics and a ninety five percent from uh audiences. Okay. I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to, get, to correct myself real quick. Um I think the original version is at like forty percent. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, um I don't know how I would feel about a solo version, like a solo Joker movie. Like maybe if he was involved in a Batman movie, I'd be fine. But I don't, I don't want like a. I don't think I want like a solo version of him. Well, I don't know if he would carry it alone. Like I think someone else would have to be in it. I would say, <laughs> or if, or if like he was more prominent in Suicide Squad, yeah, something like that. I would say Harley could be in it if. They didn't show her backstory in Suicide Squad the way they did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, if we could start delving delving into the plot. Um, we're not going to <laughs> go over every single <laughs> detail. No, we can. And <clears throat> go ahead. We could flow through each part. Yeah, <clears throat> we won't spend a um. Like, I don't want to talk about this thing for another three hours or so. The four-hour podcast to commemorate the four-hour <clears throat> movie. Did you, um, did you see they released this movie in black and white? No. Yeah, it's on HBO Max in black and white. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> I was scrolling through HBO Max yesterday and saw it. I don't I know why. why it was filmed for a small screen. It's actually for it's actually for an IMAX screen. So in in the way they shot it, you could see more of the top and the bottom of the screen as opposed to the sides. Oh, okay. Because I was confused too, and I had to look into it as to why they shot it so small. But on an IMAX, <laughs> yeah, because you don't notice it after a while. No. 
And then I was rewatching Buffy. And they have that, so I'm like unused to it by now anyways. Yeah. But yeah, you can see the more of the top and the bottom of the screen as opposed to as opposed to the uh the sides. That's why they did it. Yeah. Okay. So start off much different from the original version. Uh, we don't get some kids interviewing Superman. <laughs> we get a um <clears throat> we get a much more serious um much more serious opening of Superman dying. My dog is under my desk just like snorting and I don't know why. Can you hear her? <laughs> Steven? No, I didn't hear her. No. <clears throat> okay. She's just being annoying. Um, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, I I did. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was her. I need you to go upstairs, please. <clears throat> she, she really wants to talk about Justice League. Okay, so... She likes... She's adding comedy. She really likes the opening. <laughs> can't get enough of it. So, we open with the death of Superman via <clears throat> Doomsday, and uh, his scream apparently is heard around the world and sets off these mother boxes that have been sleeping for thousands of years. <clears throat> um, now, I I was confused. Um, so, so I'm going to admit, me and you probably don't understand <laughs> comic book lore as much as uh, yeah, most people who have uh, campaigned for this movie for years. Because the way I describe some of these characters and stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, I took it as, like, his death just triggered it and not his scream, but his scream was, like, just a... Out of four. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's how I'm supposed to take it, but that's how I took it, because I was like, why is his scream going on for five minutes? That's what I would say, too. <clears throat> so. It makes more sense that his death in general would just cause it instead of... Like, his scream lasted forever, like, in Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we see these mother boxes get um, woken up. Um, we see the mother box on like Wonder Woman's homeland, which I, <laughs> I, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. <laughs> In Wonder, Wonder Woman Village. <laughs> um, yeah, we see uh, we see that one get woken up, and they're like, "Uh oh, we need to alert the queen." Um, we gotta fix it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, what I gathered was uh, Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman are aware that this thing happened and yeah. that they're in danger because they're aware that um, like Lex Luthor was summoning Darkseid or whatever the heck he was doing. Um, he was summoning something and being annoying. <laughs> yeah. That is my least favorite part about about Batman vs Superman. Like I like that movie for the most part, mm -hmm. but I can I cannot forgive them for 
for casting uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah, we're not a fan of him on attempted topics. <clears throat> so, uh, we we jump into <laughs> we jump into part one, where uh, Bruce Wayne is uh, trying to recruit Aquaman. So, I didn't understand this. It took him forever to join. Yeah, and even <laughs> when he's even even when he joins, he's like half there. There's always like could, one. You could tell he doesn't want to be there. But here's why I was confused. So Bruce Wayne is talking about how like, oh, I'm like, I'll pay twenty five thousand dollars to talk to this man who can talk to fish and brings you guys food but like he's telling that to Aquaman. And he knows what Aquaman looks like because he had those files in Batman vs Superman where he sees all these people they're trying to recruit. So I don't know why he's trying to convince Aquaman, let him talk to Aquaman. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you, oh your audio is glitching again. I don't know if it's recording like that or... Am I good now? Phone. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. You said was... he knows what Aquaman looks like because he had those files of everybody. Yeah. So I don't understand um, why he's trying to pay Aquaman $25,000 to talk to Aquaman. Because <laughs> he's literally talking to him. Yeah. Um, Unless we're just he's just supposed to not recognize him in that moment, even though it looks I the same. So yeah, Aquaman declines. Um, he swims in the the ocean to get away or whatever, and they like sing him a song goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't have just left because he <clears throat> went all the way there. <laughs> yeah, and we're supposed so, to believe it took days, based on how he looks. Yeah. He's like, oh, he said no. I'm just gonna go now. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, he goes back to, uh, like, Bruce Wayne goes back to Alfred, and in this version, Bruce Wayne and Alfred, I think, have a lot more chemistry than they did in the original version, or at least more chemistry than we can see. Mm-hmm. Um. And Alfred tells Bruce that um, a man who lives in a cave isn't fit to be a recruiter. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. But that's like that that's like the kind of humor in this that actually works, as opposed <laughs> to like um like cracking Avengers jokes. Yeah. Which that Joss uh, Whedon threw in. Side note, what's your favorite version of Alfred? Um you mean like out of all the versions you've seen, like in Christian Bale's movies, these movies? Um I like I liked him in uh the Christian Bale movies more than more than this one, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> I think my favorite is the one on the Gotham TV series. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I love him on there. And he's like fighting people sometimes. 
So um, th there's a lot of um, like pretty much every character or every human character in this movie pretty much just mopes around. There's a lot of that between um, Lois Lane and uh, Clark Kent's mom. Yeah. There's a lot of just like moping around of them being sad. Um, <clears throat> so we see that like Clark Kent's uh, Clark Kent's mom's house is being foreclosed. Mm -hmm. um, and then we see that uh, Lois Lane goes to visit the Superman Memorial probably a lot more than uh, than she should. Yeah. Because the cop like recognizes her. Oh yeah, I remember later on in the movie, she was like just here one more time. This is the last time. Yeah, so like there's a lot of the human characters moping around. But I actually liked um like the first time we see Lois Lane, um, the the song is like very um, very fitting. So some of the criticism of Zack Snyder is that he's like too literal in what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So like the song that's playing in this says that um, they said our gods would outlive us. Uh, the, the song is called Distant Sky. If you want to. Look it up or whatever, but okay. like I, I thought it actually fit. People were complaining that he's like he like shoves it in your face that um like what he's trying to say. He just shoves it in your face, like all oh, Superman was supposed to be a god among men and save us, but he but he died. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> um, I don't know. So, so yeah, my my notes say that um. We already talked about this, but they say I don't know why this the, I don't know why this world worships this version of Superman who destroyed the city and that they wanted to put on trial. Yeah, um, I actually do remember they real I've never seen a superhero destroy something as much as I saw Superman destroy Metropolis. Yeah, they do it pretty bad in the in some of the Avengers movies. But yeah. it's like it's like so bad in Man of Steel that they had to write it into the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Because one of the criticism for Man of Steel is why would Superman destroy a city like this? And they like it was so bad that they had to write it into the next movie as to why it was like this. Yeah, because that was really bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we, we get an introduction to uh, Wonder Woman in the museum. Um, I'm not sure why they're really robbing the museum. <laughs> mm -mm. I do remember that scene in the other movie too, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is in the other movie. Uh, a lot of it plays out the same in the original version. Um, I think that's one of the things. I don't know why. I like Wonder Woman. That might be why I remember it. She's probably... My least favorite out of all of these, <laughs> and I, I think it's just because, um, like Gal Gadot looks the part, but I don't think she's a good actress. Hmm. That, that's just um, that's, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get there. But there's a, a part uh, later on that I have a note on that I it was changed in this version, but in the original version, it was um, it became a meme. But we'll get there. Um, okay. 
So yeah, I'm unsure of why they're bombing the museum. Um, I think it's just an introduction scene. I don't think it really has anything to do with just so any other thing that's going on. Just so they're doing something so she could appear as Wonder Woman. Yeah. So after she like saves the museum or whatever, she um like she talks to a little girl and the little girl's like, Can I be like you someday? And Wonder Woman's like, you could be whatever you want. But no, you can't. You can't be like Wonder Woman someday. <laughs> Cause she's because <clears throat> we find out later that she's like five thousand years old. Yeah. So no, you can't. <laughs> um so yeah, uh the mother box awakens in uh Wonder Woman's homeland. <laughs> uh, um the Amazons. Yeah. Um there's a lot of uh a lot of like arrows shooting in slow motion. So Steppenwolf shows up and, and there's like a like a big battle between the Amazonians, whatever you want to call them, and uh Steppenwolf and the Parademons. Wonder Woman's crew. I like those things that are flying. The parademons? Yeah. Yeah. I, I even like Steppenwolf in general in this movie. Like, I There's didn't one... remember... Oh, go yeah, ahead. There's one scene in particular where the one was looking in the inside Borg's apartment window. Mm-hmm. And then it just oh, flies yeah. away. That one in particular, I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. What would mm-hmm. you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These these things are terrifying. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if you caught this, but the idea is um, that once, uh, like once Steppenwolf and Darkseid take over the homeland or whatever, um, like all the survivors become uh, parademons. Mm. Um, so like, if, if they were to succeed in taking over Earth, then the whole world would be parademons pretty much well at least i'm not killing everybody i guess yeah (laughs) so so uh there's like a lot of um like amazonian sacrificing themselves which is pretty cool because they like know how important this thing is uh steppenwolf gets into the temple where the mother box is at and they like try to seal him in there and it like falls into the ocean Mm -hmm. um and obviously that doesn't work because we're like a half hour into the movie. So yeah. uh, Steppenwolf uh, jumps up out of the water and he's like axing some of these Amazon Amazonians like off of their horses and everything. Um, like, I don't know how much of this is in the original version, but I was like really enjoying it in this version. I was Me like, too. wow, this guy, this guy is brutal. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, but yeah, I was real. I had the same reaction. Yeah, like, um, like he's actually a threat. Yeah, he's not holding back. Um, so yeah, he pretty much takes the mother box and um, and leaves. <laughs> and <laughs> to to make a to make a long story less short, that's what happens here. But yeah. he slaughters a bunch of Amazonians. Um, uh probably like half of the island is dead or whatever. Yeah. Um so we're we're was jumping there. You say the whole temple was destroyed. So they have yeah. nothing. 
<laughs> so <clears throat> we're jumping ahead a little bit. Um, like after this, we go to part two anyway. But um, while we're focusing on Wonder Woman and um, <laughs> they um, <clears throat> they they have to wait until dusk and then they have to shoot an arrow to alert Wonder Woman of what's going on. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you would think that they would have like a quicker means of communication to her. Shoot her a text message. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, he got the mother box. Um, time is of the utmost importance here. <laughs> time is ticking, <laughs> so they have to wait till it's dark outside, and then shoot the arrow. Hope she sees it, and then uh, go from there. So, so we're in part two now. Uh, it's called the Age of Heroes. Um, so I, I don't think this scene was in the original version either. Um, like I said, I'm not really going to bash the magical version too much because I don't remember it. Um, I just know this version was much better. Um, mm -hmm. So Steppenwolf is like, <clears throat> he's talking to, um, I think his name's Desaad, which is like, I guess it's like the, the middleman between Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Mm hmm and he's talking about like uh dark side will see my worth again and it's like this guy is actually a character so um <clears throat> we cut to bruce yeah, wayne wish... oh sorry go ahead i kind of wish they would have shown us what he did exactly i feel like it was set up for future movies yeah um I know that there's like um I saw something like there's a character named Apocalypse or something and um like Steppenwolf betrayed Apocalypse or something and or he was like trying to be the leader because he didn't think Darkseid was worthy. I, like I, I don't know for sure. Um I'm not even really gonna guess. But um we'll this say that happened. We'll say that Steppenwolf uh, slept with uh, Side's mother. Yep, and then he threw shade about both of them behind their backs. Yeah. <laughs> how how dare he? <clears throat> um, so yeah, we cut to Bruce Wayne. Um, he's like asking Alfred about other people because he's like all Aqu like Aquaman declined. He says um, he mentions a kid in a liquor store. And the first time I saw that, I was like, "Is he is he talking about Shazam?" Because <laughs> oh yeah, because there, there was there was some scene involving like a liquor a liquor store in Shazam. I was like, "Oh, a Shazam reference," but um, um, that would have been cool if Shazam joined in. <clears throat> so I I didn't that mention this earlier. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's all they really need. <laughs> yeah. They could have taken down Steppenwolf themselves. <laughs> um, I don't think in this timeline they're aware of Shazam's existence. But, mm. um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I didn't mention it earlier, but the reason why Martian Manhunter is in this movie 
is because Zack Snyder wanted to include uh, Green Lantern and Warner Brothers didn't want him in the movie. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so um, we see like ancient Green Lanterns mm-hmm. and we see a, a dead Green Lantern on um, there's like a, a scene where Superman it's like a, a flash forward scene from like the future a Superman mm-hmm. going crazy and he killed a Green Lantern. So we do see like cameos, but um, that sucks. I like him. Yeah. So um, so I don't know if this was in the original version, but uh, Bruce Wayne tells Alfred that he owes it to Superman to uh, get this crew together and um, <clears throat> pretty much save the world from Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. We see a uh, a parademon at uh, Star Lab, and we find out that <clears throat> that Cyborg's dad works at Star Lab. I don't think any of this was in the other version either, because pretty much all of Cyborg's scenes seem brand new to me. Yeah, they did him really dirty. Yeah. So, um, like the parademon sensed that the mother box, um, was at Star Lab. Because they have like uh, Superman uh, technology or like Kryptonian technology there, so they sense the mother box was there. Um, <clears throat> so the witness sketch of the Parademon is a lot <laughs> like like Batman, and I thought mm-hmm. they were I thought they were going to try to frame him for it. Yeah, but but um, I forget who they show it to. But um, they pretty much say that oh, it's parademons. I think I think Batman says like oh, parademons or whatever. If I was Batman, I would have been like, wait a second, they're gonna try to kill me for this. That's where I thought it was going. Let me lay low. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Wonder Woman finds the arrow that her people shot. Like the arrow finally reached her days later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like oh my, my people were killed three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, she finds the arrow. Uh, it somehow leads to like an, an a secret temple, and um, she sees like ancient alien paintings of uh, a prior attack by uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Um. So it, it it's pretty much like they they tried to um I think they explain it more later on in the movie, but they tried to attack Earth and get these mother boxes to take over Earth, but um like the lanterns and Amazonians and like Aquaman people uh ended yeah, up stopping them. The whole crew. <clears throat> it was pretty much like a Justice League of like ancient times. <laughs> the ancient Justice League. That might actually not be a bad movie if they made like an ancient film like that with like a bunch of Green Lanterns and Amazonians and stuff. Like, I don't know who would be yeah. the main character or anything, but I think that would be kind of cool. Like, to see the first time Steppenwolf tried to attack Earth. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I'd be here for it. Oh yeah, so, just another side note. 
or a side yeah. comment question. So I didn't see Wonder Woman 19. What was it, 1984 or something? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. She was, talking, <laughs> she was talking to Cyborg about how she knows what it's like to lose someone you love. And I assume she was talking about that guy that died in the first movie. Yeah. And they brought him back. Yeah, but... Um, before. How does that work? Like, did he, did he die it, again? Um, I, I don't remember if he died in the new one. Honestly, I checked out of that movie like halfway through. Mm. But um, I think the best answer to your question would be to place this movie in uh, 2017. Like, pretend it was released in 2017 instead of like a week ago. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, Wonder Woman 1984 wouldn't have happened yet. Neither would have Aquaman. Didn't that movie take place in the eighties, and this took place in present day? So I was wondering. It's like it a went. time. It it's a time travel thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> time travel is always the easiest uh, I, way to. I see what you're saying explain now. Explain an issue. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Um. Because I was yeah, curious I'm... if you put all the movies together. How does it work? I mean, I still need to watch it, and I plan on it one day. You're talking like chronological order. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have an answer because I don't really remember <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. I I just didn't like it, so I I stopped watching like halfway through. Yeah. I mean, I I kept I'm it assuming... on until the end. Go ahead. Basically, I'm assuming he didn't make it again. Yeah. Or something happened. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it. Um That was a, that was actually like a comment in my next notes because uh we see Aquaman uh talking to Will- William Defoe. And uh like Aquaman turns uh like I don't know the word I'm looking for. He kind of becomes like a good guy at the end of Aquaman. I mean, he's a good guy in the entire thing, but um, he's he's a jerk to everybody around him because he hasn't had that like um character arc from Aquaman yet. Yeah, basically, so the way that... he treats Bruce Wayne in this movie is the way he treated everybody in his own movie. Yeah, um, that's why I told you like you have to pretend this movie was placed in. Uh, 2017 as opposed to a week ago because the characters are um, at the beginning of their arcs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Steppenwolf is talking to uh, Assad and he kind of makes like a political statement um, <clears throat> kind of in a way because he tells Assad that uh, humanity is uh, is too divided to be united. Mm. So it's like Steppenwolf kind of thinks it'd be easier to uh, destroy this world because they're not united enough to uh, come together to stop him like they were um, way back when. Yeah, thousands of years ago. And he's right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if if Steppenwolf attacked today, 
half the <laughs> population wouldn't believe <laughs> believe that he's here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a false flag operation. <laughs> <laughs> They're using Steppenwolf to cover up something bigger. <laughs> They're trying yes, to take um... our guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's probably what would happen too. Yeah, <laughs> they're but using even in the sense of this movie. They're not united because nobody's really. <laughs> they're using Steppenwolf to take our guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is where we kind of uh, uh, it, it's mentioned that Steppenwolf betrayed Darkseid and uh, slept with his mother. Um, so, um, in the, the Batcave, uh, Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne are talking about, um, like, um, so Wonder Woman's aware of, like, past events involving the Mother Box, because she just saw it in the temple and everything. Yeah. Um, the idea is that the Mother Boxes must align, and then, uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid could take over. And the entire population becomes parademons. And it's mentioned that they tried to do this before, but um, didn't work. So um, now we're in part three, which is probably um, it's probably the strongest, uh, at least in regards of um, like introducing characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite part. Um, so we're introduced to the flash. Um, this is the first time he wasn't just a cameo in any of these movies. Yeah. He never got his own movie and probably never will. Um, it was supposed to come out in like 2018 and then 19 and then 20. That was supposed to come out in 2022. And I know it's not going to. No. They had like a very passionate director attached to the Flash, and it just didn't work out. I can't remember who it was, but um, no, no, there was issues with the actor too. With uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I heard about that. He did. He did questionable. He did something questionable in public, and he got recorded. Oh. And then they 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 were like. Well, we don't want him in the movie anymore. Can we get the guy that did Flash on the TV show to replace him? Hmm. And Grant Gustin's great. But I, I liked this Flash, too. Yeah, I like Ezra Miller as the Flash. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you're aware, but... Um, so, so, in this... So the Flash is going for a a job interview at this uh, like dog or pet dog shop kennel. or whatever. Um, he sees like a car wreck, and he's like staring down this girl in the car. So I don't know if you're aware, but that's supposed to be his love interest. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know her name. Um, I'm not very well versed in the Flash, and I didn't see the uh, TV show either. I saw like five episodes, so I don't know her name either. <laughs> yeah, but. But for future movies, that's supposed to be like his love interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
it's so funny whenever he's moving really fast the whole movie just goes in slow motion yeah so i saw on i think ign uh posted about it but um there is 24 minutes of this movie is in uh slow motion just 10% of the movie so it's like if you yeah. if you if you speed up those scenes <laughs> you're taking off like <laughs> like 12 minutes of runtime onto this thing it's like every time he does something fast and that so, was awkward cuz he was like looking at her for a second yeah and then he grabbed the hot dog <laughs> so I, I have like, in my notes <laughs> I have in my notes about the slow motion scene. Um in the the semi truck there is a a burger on the ground or something and mm-hmm. they show a sesame seed flying off of this burger in slow motion. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if it's just supposed to be funny but it's like a a, a very very close uh shot of this sesame seed flying off of this burger. Um, for what? Yeah, it's like why? You just wasted thirty seconds of this movie showing a sesame seed. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, we we meet cyborg, and uh, like we said earlier, there's a there's a great cyborg movie hidden in here. Yeah, um, all his parts put together would have been a really good movie. Yeah. So so the idea is that he was in a car wreck. And his mom died, and he almost died, but his his dad like brought him to made him pretty much like ninety percent machine, yeah, and like he's bitter because um he's like, I have to live like this now, even though I think I would replace ninety percent of my body if I could just like control the amount of money in my bank account at, at will, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The scene where he gave that homeless family like one hundred thousand dollars, yeah, <laughs> just because he could. So, so yeah, there's like a it's like a, a Robin Hood esque movie where like Cyborg is a good guy, like taken from the rich and helping the poor. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it's just hidden in here, and I mean, I mean, I really like this movie, so I don't mind it. I would just like to see a lot more of of that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, Cyborg yeah. is in control of like literally everything. Why isn't he nuking Steppenwolf? Or doing something? Because <laughs> his because his dad tells him like you're in control of everything. You have like nuclear codes that you can set off in a second. Yeah. Like, can we set that off on Steppenwolf and the crew? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so Bruce Wayne ends up meeting, uh, Barry Allen and he's like, um, he's like, I know you have powers, but I don't know what they are. Um, and he like throws a batarang at him. The movie slows down (laughs) and he like catches the batarang and Bruce Wayne's, oh, you're, oh, you're fast. <laughs> and Barry Allen's like, I think that would be an understatement. So there's a lot of, um, 
a lot of like chemistry between uh Bruce Wayne and the Flash too. Yeah. See, they remind me of Iron Man and Spider Man. Yeah, I have that in my notes. I don't like comparing the two. Like, a, no, I don't either. I didn't want to. Um, like, I didn't want to come in here and compare uh, Avengers and Justice League, but I would have. I would have much rather liked to see a Flash movie with Ben Affleck, like mentoring him then I would have liked to see a Spider-Man movie with Iron Man mentoring him. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I, I mostly agree because Tom Holland can handle his own. He doesn't need Robert Downey, Downey Jr. to mentor yeah. him in the movie. I agree. Um, so Bruce Wayne's like, I'm, put, I'm putting together a team and like without even going further, Barry Allen's like, I'm in. Cool. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't have, I don't have any friends, so I'm in. <laughs> and it's like that's the kind of comedy that works in this. Yeah. Not like, and not like, uh, the Flash falling onto Wonder Woman's chest. Like we don't need that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um. So yeah, Wonder Woman uh, sets off to recruit Cyborg, and he turns he uh, turns it down. And um, and we're jumping ahead again, but the idea is that um, so explain later on that the mother box um, doesn't destroy matter; it creates it. Mm -hmm. So they use the mother box to um, like Cyborg's dad uses the mother box to be able to bring. Uh, cyborg back and that's how he was created so that's why his dad has it um that that's why all these people are able to uh like have the scent on them because it was at the lab yeah <clears throat> uh so cyborg wants nothing to do with the justice league too uh cyborg and uh aquaman are just bitter and the flash is like excited to be have friends <laughs> Now, Wonder Woman, I will say, is a better recruiter than Batman. Yeah. Um, he joined faster, too. So, yeah, he joined pretty quick. It, it took, like, three hours for Aquaman to... Probably, like, two hours for <laughs> Aquaman to be, like, fine, I'll join. <laughs> so... Guess we'll just open time. <laughs> so, back in the ocean... Uh, Steppenwolf finds uh, Mother Box from Aquaman's people in uh, Aquamanville. Atlantis, is that? Yeah, Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest one to remember, and I couldn't think of it. <laughs> Aquamanville. <clears throat> I like that better. <laughs> so, um... The Atlantean. Like I, I don't, I don't like the whole underwater look. That's why I wasn't really in love with the Aquaman movie. Um, I like it, but if they ever made another one, and you watch it in the movies, just at friendly advice, don't drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you have to pee. <laughs> so, um, yeah. To make a long story. Short, 
because we're this is a four-hour movie. Um, he gets the mother box from the Atlanteans, so he has two of them now. And um, the uh, after that, the parademons uh, take prisoners of uh, people from the lab who have the scent of the star box or the star the mother box on them. And um, that's eventually why Cyborg decides to join because. Um, his dad and people he knows got kidnapped by the parademons for having the scent on them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, part four. So this movie, so, I was thinking this when I was watching it too. It's like reverse Endgame. There I go comparing again. I mean, it, it's hard not to. You know how they were getting the crystals, jewels, whatever? Yeah. This is just Steppenwolf getting all the boxes. Yeah. But we I was thinking it, that, too. We see it from the villain perspective this time. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. They are very similar. It's cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, I liked Infinity War, too. So, um, didn't like Endgame nearly as much, but I did like Infinity War. Yeah. So, like, I don't mind um, that they are similar. I think they're both they're both pretty good. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to uh, like accuse one of ripping off the other, but no, um, they both work. So <clears throat> the group meets up with uh, Commissioner Gordon, played by uh, J.K. Simmons. So <clears throat> J.K. Simmons got jacked for this role. Like there were behind the scenes pictures of him and he's like massive. Oh, yeah, he was only in the movie very briefly. That was what I was about to say, because wh- why did he get ripped for the movie <laughs> to not be in it? We're going in a different direction. <laughs> they made a big deal about it. Like They had him, <laughs> they had him working out and getting this like 60-year-old guy to get ripped. <laughs> he, the, he just wears a trench coat. Where's the Commissioner Gordon side movie? I wonder if he was supposed to be like ripped in in Batman and that just didn't happen. Maybe. Um, yeah, we were robbed of that movie. Yeah. So I don't really know why they have to meet up with Commissioner Gordon either. Like, this didn't even have to be a scene. Um, <laughs> he just kind of tells them that. Uh, they're that uh, Steppenwolf is uh like meeting under the Gotham Harbor or whatever. Um, and this is where uh, Cyborg shows up because they have the hostages underneath Gotham Harbor. Mm. <clears throat> so I took a break here in my second viewing. I watched the whole thing all the way through, and this is where I decided to take a break in the second viewing because we're like two hours in at this point, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, when I was watching it, I did... Day one was part one and two. Day two was part three and four. And day three was five, six, and epilogue. I was going to do that. I was going to, like, mix it up. But um, once part three came on and, like, they did the cyborg backstory, I was like, I was like, I could sit here for another two and a half hours and do this, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They're hiding in uh, Gotham Harbor. And the 
the hostages are there. So this is like the first time we see the Justice League fighting. Um, so Batman fights the Parademons, uh, Cyborg and the Flash help the hostages, and Wonder Woman fights Steppenwolf. <clears throat> and I thought it was funny when uh, Batman tells the Flash, like, hey, help the hostages up the steps. <laughs> and he's just like running around the staircase like, hey, it's it's this way. Move faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean this scene was pretty cool. Um it's a fight scene. <laughs> um Yeah, it's just a superhero fight scene. Yeah. Um so <clears throat> uh Steppenwolf like breaks the tunnel and uh I forget who says it. I don't know if it's the Flash or somebody, but they're like like what are we under? And Batman's like Gotham Harbor. So there's like oh yeah, there's <laughs> like a rush of water that runs through the uh, the tunnel. And I do remember this scene from the theatrical version. I just don't know how different it is. But um, but yeah, um, Aquaman is in the um in the tidal or in not the tidal wave, but in the wave of water running down. So. He pretty much blocks the water and stops him from getting killed by water or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't even know what caused him to join. He was like, oh, I guess I'm needed now. There's water coming. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was something with William Defoe telling him that um, there's uh, th- that he needs to protect the mother box or whatever. And it was uh, Steppenwolf attacking his homeland. Oh yeah, that, too. that was probably it. <clears throat> so that too, not the fact that water was coming. So there's a scene where they talk about um, anti-life equation. Um, I'm not really exactly sure what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Steppenwolf finds the location of the anti-life equation. Um, because it's carved onto Earth or whatever. So apparently, once Steppenwolf gets the third box, um, Darkseid will get the anti-life equation and be able to control humanity. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so back at the base. <laughs> um, <laughs> at Fort <I'll>... Justice. <laughs> what is it actually called? I don't even know. <laughs> oh my god, it's on the tip. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, looking it up right now. Um, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what is it? Back at Fort Justice. Yeah. So Aquaman thinks that Cyborg is working with Steppenwolf because he has control of the box or whatever. Um, Aquaman's always causing problems. Yeah. So this is where Cyborg gives the backstory on why, um, like, of how he has control of the box. Um, my my notes don't do it justice, no pun intended, um, because <laughs> I took notes that I thought I would remember, and I don't. So <laughs> apparently Nazis had control of it, and then Superman ship had it or whatever, and then uh, the lab got it. <laughs> <laughs> 
what my notes say, but I don't remember the um, exact. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exact. <analogy>. So, <laughs> so they explained that the uh, that the mother box, instead of destroying matter, can create matter. So they're like, oh, it could bring Superman back. And they're like, oh, well, that would be nice if we had Superman here. It would be a, a big advantage to us. And um, yeah, so they're like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll sneak into uh, cemetery, uh, dig up his body, sneak into to uh, the Superman memorial, and uh, revive him. Spray him back from there. So, um, so yeah, or in part five, um. Yeah, that's just funny. If you think about it, they didn't really need him. But they it's need like, him to complete the Justice League look. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what it is in the theatrical. They yeah. spent two hours like, hey, we need Superman or we can't do this. And then in this one, it's like, like yeah, we got this. Superman will be a, a nice advantage. It'll be a nice addition to the group. <laughs> <clears throat> um... So yeah, we're in part five uh, to make a long story less long. Uh, like I said, they they dig up Superman's body, sneak into um, like the, uh, the Kryptonian ship, and bring him back. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how it took so long to bring him into the movie. I didn't realize that until. The second time I watched it, I'm like, wow, we're almost two and a half hours in <laughs> and Superman's still dead. <laughs> um, but when you think about it, it was longer than the actual runtime of the original movie. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, Cyborg has like um, like weird visions when they're trying to get the mother box to bring Superman back. Um, I think that is like it's it's called the nightmare sequence. I think that's what it's called. Um, that's when like the world's destroyed and Superman is taken over. Um, I think it's like a. Um, I, th I think the the story is of the Injustice comic books, mm -hmm. where uh, the Joker like hypnotizes Superman or something, and he gets him to kill a pregnant uh, Lois Lane. Oh, okay. And then Superman goes crazy and pretty much uh, snaps and just tries to destroy the world. And I think that's where they were going with this, because, like, the world's destroyed, and Superman's evil. And the Joker is in uh, the end of it, like in the yeah. epilogue scene. So I think that's where they were going with it. Would have been cool. <clears throat> um... So yeah, uh, they bring Superman back. Um, Superman's like confused, like we said earlier. Um, it's uh, it's like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's like he's like sensing all the uh, members of the Justice League, and this is what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, oh, yeah. where um, Aquaman was cracking jokes, and in this version, it's like. Like, there's no jokes to be found in this scene. 
No, it's not funny. <laughs> and it's like, um, like he in the in the original version, he's like the Batman. He's like, I remember you. He's and he says, "Do you bleed?" And it's like he wouldn't remember that. No. So this is the scene I was talking about. They fixed it in this version, but um, this is the the meme that I was mentioning earlier. So. Wonder Woman yells Kal-El no when he goes to attack the Justice League because Cyborg's uh, auto-defense system goes off and shoots at Superman and uh, Superman just loses it and starts attacking the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And it, it's bad. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So they changed it in the new version. Um, I found a video... That's an ad. <laughs> oh, just edit it out. <laughs> an, an ad for an ad for dolls is playing right now, <laughs> okay. and it won't let me skip it. But um, yeah, the video I'm about to play uh, shows the difference between the two. Um, I think the first one is from the the Joss Whedon version, and the second one is from Justice League, the new one. So it, 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 I don't know if you heard that <laughs> well enough, but it sounds better in in the the second one I showed. Yeah. But yeah, it became a meme, um, as well as this one from uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I need you to give me the stone. And uh, that's why I think. Uh, that's why I think Gal Gadot is not a uh, very good actress, but she do- she looks like Wonder Woman, so it's like I get it. <laughs> yeah, see, I like her. I think she's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't, just... I don't want to say she's a bad actress. I think it's her accent that holds it back. Mm-hmm. Like, her accent might create the illusion that she's a bad actress. And I wanted to see her in that um, Orient Express sequel. Is she in the sequel? I think so. Oh. I haven't seen the first one. <clears throat> it was um, so good. What did you say? It was so good. Um, What's it called? Death on the Nile. Okay. So, Superman is confused. Um... Like, they're not cracking jokes in this one. Um, there's no, like, Batman on the ground, like, oh, so- something's definitely bleeding. Do you, do you remember that? No. Yeah, because Superman asked him, do you bleed? And then he just, he just throws, Superman just throws Batman. <clears throat> and at the end of the scene, uh, when Lois Lane comes in and uh, Superman snaps back into reality, um, it shows Batman laying on the ground, and he's like, oh, "Something's definitely bleeding." Hmm. And it's like, how do you go from like how stoic Batman was in Batman vs Superman to him just cracking jokes in this one? Like he just gave up and decided. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure which one I like more. When it comes to this, 
because um, in this version, luckily Lois Lane was on the scene visiting the memorial for the last time. Mm-hmm. When Superman awakens and um, he um, he's he like loses he's like confused and loses it or whatever. Um, in the Joss Whedon version, uh, Batman tells Alfred like bring Lois Lane. And that's what, like, like Alfred brings her. So, not sure which one I like more. It might actually be better in um, the Joss Whedon version, as much as I hate to say it. Hmm. Because because it, it kind yeah. of, like, I don't know, because it seems too convenient that Lois Lane would be there. She, yeah, <laughs> she just shows up. She just happens to be there, and she just runs in and is like, Hey, hey, Clark! Stop it. <laughs> um. So yeah, once Superman leaves, uh, Steppenwolf shows up again. In the mother box, because this is where it's at. Um, a, um, like they use it to bring back Superman. So like it's obviously here. Yeah. Um, Cyborg's dad tries to destroy the mother box, but it doesn't work. And I think he sacrifices himself, if I remember correctly. Um, hmm. it, it doesn't work, and I, I, I'm, I'm like 90% sure Cyborg's dad dies in this scene. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, they said in the end of the movie. Okay. That he sacrificed himself. The second time I watched it, I didn't, I didn't watch the epilogue. Because I was just... Oh, okay. I was done with it. So I, I only watched, like... <laughs> three and a half hours the second time. <clears throat> All right, so we are in part six. Um, how many parts are there? Are there six or seven? Six. Six in the epilogue. Big finale. Um, so, Lois takes uh, Clark Kent back to the house, um, and the Justice League meets Alfred. Um, yeah, I, I do like a lot of the Dialogue between Alfred and like the Justice League. Like, yeah, me too. Like the T, and then like Aquaman <laughs> walks in. He's like, he's like, this is badass, Alfred. <laughs> so, um, again, they're teasing like future movies that aren't happening. Unfortunately, because Bruce mentions like the premonition he had from the Flash. He's like. He tells Wonder Woman, like, Barry Allen came to me and told me that Lois Lane is the key. But he didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, that. that's all I want. I don't care what they do in the future. I just want that movie. Like, with uh, the Joker and Batman. Like, I, I want that movie. Mm, yeah. The Injustice movie. Yeah. So, uh, Steppenwolf has all three mother boxes and unites them. Um, Justice League are trying to come up with a, a plan to get into uh, the big dome that Steppenwolf has. And there's like a design flaw in it where if they shoot the tower or something, the dome will disappear. Um, so, what did you think of Superman's black suit? 
That's all right. I mean, so I I don't I know. I don't know. What's that? I don't know. I kind of like I like the blue one better. I like the black one. I just don't understand why he picked it. Like there, I think there could have been a reason for it. Yeah. It's like, um, I feel like <laughs> I felt like wearing black today. That's pretty much what it is. He just grabs it. But um, I found out that they shot the movie with the colored suit. Because uh, Warner Brothers didn't want Zack Snyder to film it with the black suit. And uh, uh-huh. they went back and changed it in editing to make it like the black and gray suit. Oh, okay. Um, Even when it is blue and red, though, <clears throat> in, in these movies, it's just like dark blue and dark red. Yeah, Joss Whedon made it like yeah, comic book bright. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I meant when I said earlier. Like, I don't think Zack Snyder understands, um, Superman, because um, he's just like dark and stoic. Yeah. And then it's like the world's treating him like it's um, <laughs> like it's the uh. Christopher Reeve version that died. So, um, so we're pretty much to the climax now. Um, so, the Justice League, like, like Batman sends everybody in, and then he kind of does his own thing because obviously he doesn't have superpowers, so he just has to, <laughs> yeah, fight with machines. Uh, he said <laughs> superhero power was that he's rich earlier yeah. in the movie. Yeah, and that, that's the comedy that I'd much rather have than, like, um, Goss comedy. That's been a joke people have been saying for years, and it's cool to hear him finally say it himself. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because it became a meme that, like, Batman's only power is that he's he's rich. He's a rich yeah. guy with... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I did like that. Um... So Batman like flies the the Nightwing. What is it called the Nightwing? His car thing. <laughs> yeah, like the the air the helicopter plane thing. <clears throat> he yeah, let's he call flies. it Nightwing because that sounds cool. <laughs> Nightwing might be the name of like his like a Robin. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nightwing is is Robin. <laughs> Our superhero terms are way off. <laughs> let's call him. Let's call it. Um, he, I think he calls it the Nighthawk or something like that. The Batcopter. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Super, <clears throat> oh my god! I don't know where I'm going. So Batman shoots <laughs> shoots the dome, and it destroys it because like the, the design flaw. Like my brain is fried from this thing. I've seen it twice in a week. <laughs> I took oh, all these yeah. notes and now I have, to, I have to talk about it for two hours <laughs> <laughs> um, so parademons get into Batman's plane and it's like he loses connection with the rest of the Justice League and it's like oh they got Batman but he um, he like shoots the shoots the parademons with the Batmobile and then uh, you know drives out of the plane yeah um 
I remember in the Joss Whedon version, the lighting in this scene was like atrocious. Do you remember that? Um, but I don't think I've no, not really. Like it's red in this one, but it's like red, red in the other one. I feel like when he did it, he just kind of added filters to the the filming that was already done. Yeah. Or had filters added to him to make everything bright. Yeah. I, think I, don't know why, I don't know why he would even do that. <clears throat> I think he... The, I think the studio probably just gave him directions to make it bright, like the Avengers. Yeah. Um... Because everything I've seen that he's done, well, I think I only saw Buffy and Angel, and those are dark. So I feel like he should have been a good choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a bad person. We've come to learn. But yeah. I felt like he would have been a good choice for it because his stuff is stoic, too. And the comedy that's in his stuff is similar to the Zack Snyder comedy, but he just kind of ruined been... the he would have been good from the beginning, not yeah. to not to finish somebody's uh, somebody's movie or series. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's a, a superhero climax scene yet again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I I actually like it compared to uh, like some of the Avengers climaxes that I don't remember much. That always happens with. The superhero movies that I never really remember <laughs> the final fight. Yeah. Or that's when I just decide, okay, let's finish. So this scene pretty much destroys any like stereotype that Aquaman is useless outside of water. Yeah. He does he, he does a lot of parademon killing in this in the climax. So like I know it became a joke that Aquaman is useless outside of water. But um, he is not. He's great. Um, so we cut back to Alfred, and Superman comes to visit him. And um, I'm assuming he just needs, like, location or something. I think that's why he came to visit, because <laughs> Alfred is just like, let's just hope you're not too late. He It's a just-because visit. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped by on the way. <laughs> Oh, I was passing by. I thought I'd say hi. Um, so, uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg go to uh, Steppenwolf, and Batman is just, like, shooting parademons, because he just has to kind of pick, pick and choose his own battles, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, Steppenwolf's kind of doing, like, some taunting to Wonder Woman. He tells her that... Uh, she wasn't there to protect her people. Um, the idea is that um, Flash has to like run faster than he ever did and build his charge, mm -hmm. and um, like pretty much uh, not not kill the mother boxes, but like deactivate them or something. Yeah. Um, wasn't he like rewinding time a second or so? Not a second. Yeah. A brief so. time shift. I think so. Um, and I was just... I know they do it for the um, 
cinematography, but he's running faster than he ever did before, and it's this other slow motion skit. Yeah. I mean, I I think I don't understand like the creative decision behind that to make the fast scenes seem slow. <laughs> it happens I mean... every time the Flash does something fast, but maybe it's just the show that he's getting it done that quick. Yeah, like it's it's time to him. No, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he sees it. No, I don't really know how they do it on the TV show because I haven't really seen much of it. Yeah, I don't, but I, I don't think they do it like that. I would. I don't think so either. Um. So yeah. Um. Flash builds his charge, and while Cyborg is holding the mother box, um, Steppenwolf goes to axe him, and Superman shows up and blocks it. And he says, "He says not impressed." <laughs> and it's like. I, I liked how the Justice League was like, I mean, they weren't like, I don't know if they were winning, but they were they were holding their own without him. Yeah, I would say they were winning. <clears throat> so, Or they at least had the upper advantage. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the, the Flash doesn't get his charge because he falls and gets the wind knocked out of him. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, like, like this is one of the few times where I was actually like cringing during this movie, because mm-hmm. it's like just get up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, Darkseid opens the portal, and um, the Flash is like, "I'm too late. I got the wind knocked out of me. I need a minute." <laughs> yeah, and it's like just get moving. Um. <laughs> so I mean, he does get moving again. Um, I think they literally only did that so the portal would open, so we could see what it would look like. Yeah, he had so so the idea is that like time ran out because Darkseid is now arriving because all you have to do is walk yeah. through the portal, and it's like now humanity's over. Like at the last minute, the Flash gets moving. Um, <laughs> he touches Cyborg, and Cyborg has like the, the quick nightmare visions again of Superman destroying the world. Then mm-hmm. it's like you get back to regular timeline and um get the mother boxes break. So, <clears throat> so the Steppenwolf's death was not in this death was not in the original version, I know that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how he died in the original version, but it, it can't be better than this. So Aquaman stabs him with the trident. And then Superman, like, punches him toward the portal. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman cuts his head off. And he goes flying through the portal to Darkseid's feet. And Darkseid, like, steps on his head and and crushes it. It's like overkill. (laughs) So you know he's not coming back. Yeah. So, um... So Darkseid tells Desaad that the the anti-life was found and that they'll stop at nothing to get it and he's like, I guess I'll have to do it myself. And it's like he says he'll stop at nothing to do it but um, the only thing that could stop that is studio interference. Because <laughs> we're, not, we're not getting that story. 
it's like how do you how do you end the story here yeah it's like like steppenwolf was strong but like dark side is supposed to be like um like they're thanos so it's like how can you stop when you like just introduce the worst villain yeah they could have at least done some type of series mini series or something yeah i mean i'd even be fine with a comic book at this point <laughs> yeah like, i want to know what I, happens usually i hate that when they just say oh we're gonna finish it in comic form because the actors are all there and they're still available to play the characters yeah i mean but i'm gonna need something so um there's just a big uh and especially if they're still making their own movies like how one woman just had her own movie and isn't aquaman getting another movie so we can, um, we deserve another Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Two more, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be they fine with like, the night, the nightmare one in between, and then mm-hmm. release like Justice League Part Two. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the Justice League wins. Uh, we get the heroic standing of the heroes and then uh the epilogue starts that uh we talked about a lot of them already. yeah um so we don't, we don't yeah, really have funny. to go through we, those we talked about those at the beginning um uh, did you notice that lois lane was pregnant no yeah she is there's a hmm. pregnancy kit in her uh in her drawer in one of the scenes Uh-oh. and she's like so in the epilogue part where um they're moving back into the Kent house. Uh, she's holding like a baby carriage. Oh, okay. So I I saw something online. That, um, well, I'm actually seeing two things online, but um, one I'm, I'll say after this. Um, apparently, <laughs> the child was supposed to be a future Batman. Oh. Okay. That's where they were going with it. Um, I don't know if they ever would have got there because that's like into the future. Yeah. Maybe Bruce Wayne would have like taken him under his wing or something and no pun intended. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and I found an article while I was looking for that and it says Zack Snyder says Superman sensing Lois Lane was pregnant brought him back to reality. And uh, uh-huh. So that makes sense. And Joss Whedon yeah. cut Joss Whedon cut that out because in the scene where he's going into the Kent house, Joss Whedon's version, she's holding a box, just a movie mm-hmm. box. In Zack Snyder's Justice League, she's holding a baby carriage or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, I also remember the the rich humor in Batman again when. Superman asked him how he got the house back from the bank. He's like, oh, I bought the bank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I like that, too. I like their Um, interactions together, too. When... Despite that feud in the movie before. You can tell when Ben Affleck wants to play Batman. Yeah. You You can tell when he doesn't. 
in all the reshoots, you could tell he just doesn't want to be there. But yeah, when he's working with Zack Snyder, you could tell he wants to be there. He's great in uh, Batman vs Superman. He's good mm-hmm. in this version of Justice League, and he was good in the epilogue that they shot last year with Zack Snyder. Yeah, all the Jossie, Joss, Jossie, Joss, Joss <laughs> reshoots. <laughs> you can tell he just doesn't want to be there. He's just collecting a check. Yeah, um, I'm surprised we actually talked about Justice League in under two hours. So <laughs> I think we did a good job. So that's good. That. Yeah, I was worried we were going to be here until like five o'clock. <laughs> not, not really, but I was worried we'd be here longer than we were. So, um, I mean, I really liked it. I would probably, I don't know if it's just like the high of it coming out recently. I would probably put it at like top seven superhero movies, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think probably. it'd probably, probably be in my top ten, too. Not as high <clears throat> as my number one. What's your number one? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, let, let me ask you this. So, okay. so, You've seen um, the Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. You've seen Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've seen Christian Bale. Correct? Yeah, all and three. You've seen, and you've seen Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, didn't see Val, Val, you didn't see Val Kilmer. Oh, my God, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> Val Kilmer or George Clooney, I don't think. No. Okay. So, who's your favorite Batman? All right. I'm almost tempted to say Christian Bale. I would have said that a week ago. (laughs) But I want to say... Hmm. I think I would go with Ben Affleck. I would too. I would have said Christian Bale a week ago. But, um... I like Ben Affleck's bat voice too. Yeah, it's not like that's another reason. It's not like the the raspy one <laughs> that Christian Bale's doing. Yeah, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Even though Christian Bale was great, and I do like Michael Keaton too. I think I just I mean, didn't I mean, like his second movie. I feel like if we grew up with uh, Michael Keaton, it would yeah. feel different. I mean, his first movie was really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I'd probably go with Ben Affleck too. I don't like. I don't know if that's the high of uh, this movie just coming out either. But it might be because of the most recent one I remember. But I liked his. Well, this if I would have not seen this Justice League, yeah, I probably would have said Christian Bale or Michael Keaton. Yeah. You know, Adam West was great. Remember the bat shark repellent? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was good for what he was. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. The yeah. shark was attacking Robin. I mean, he it's was pretty... good for what he was, but you can't really compare it to yeah. any of the other ones. It's we're, a whole so, we're so far removed from, from that. 
<laughs> we're so far removed from Batman surfing with the Joker. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. But I like how he kind of reprised it and did the parody of Catman on Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, and they even did an animated movie before um, Adam West passed away. Of um, It's called Return of the Caped Crusaders. And mm. it's, it's an animated version of that um, that Batman and Robin. Um, yeah, we talked for two hours about Justice League, so um, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. We'll we'll do our recommendations quickly, and then uh, we'll, uh out of here. Fly out of here. So um, <laughs> you have a uh, recommendation? Yeah, it's this horror movie called Spell. It was released last year. Okay. It's kind of like, well, it reminds me of almost like a mild version of Midsummer, Like, very mild version. Or The Witch, kind of. Something like that. And it's shorter, but basically it's this rich family that they have to fly out to this guy's dad's funeral. And he's flying the plane, the plane crashes, and he gets picked up by this weird family that lives in the woods. And they, like, practice rituals and stuff, and he's stuck there. Okay. Cool. Is, it, is that streaming anywhere? Um, No, you can rent it on PlayStation, <laughs> YouTube, and Amazon. It's like $5.99 or $4.99. Yeah, I'll check it out. That sounds pretty good. Um, I'm going to recommend the. I'm, I'm going to kind of stay on topic. Um, the Zack Snyder film Watchmen, which I don't know mm. if I recommended before. I know I mentioned it before, but um, yeah, you mentioned it a few times. It's probably my favorite uh, Zack Snyder movie, and probably one of my favorite superhero movies in general. Um, it takes place in like an alternate history where um, America wins the Vietnam War because they use um, <clears throat> they use Dr. Manhattan to win the Vietnam War who is a, a hero in the Watchmen um, so it, it takes place in 1985 and uh, there's a ton of subplots going on so like vague description on IMDB doesn't do it uh, justice no pun intended mm-hmm. again <clears throat> but I'll, I'll read it anyway it says uh, the murder of a colleague sends active vigilante Rorschach into his own sprawling investigation, uncovering something that could completely change the course of history as we know it. Um, so, so he thinks there's a conspiracy to kill all these superheroes. That's pretty much what it's saying. Oh, okay. But, um, but there's a lot of like other different uh, plot lines going on. But yeah. Um, I think it was Zack Snyder's first attempt in, at a superhero movie. Probably his best. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, very good. It's on HBO Max. There's there's three different versions of it. Um, Zack Snyder's like notorious for getting director's cuts. <laughs> different versions. So the theatrical cut is two hours and 42 minutes. And the director's cut is like three hours. Mm-hmm. And then there's another version that is like three and a half hours that has... An animated 
um, like an animated film uh, spliced into it, which I haven't seen oh, okay. that one. I haven't seen that one, but uh, I always like director's cuts. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm gonna recommend Watchmen. And uh, watch it sometime. I think that's all I got. Yep, me too. Um, this is probably, if it's not the longest podcast we did, it has to be the longest or one of the longest. <laughs> um, yeah. Wasn't um, our longest one so far Halloween two, or was it Detroit? Uh, it was probably Halloween two because we <laughs> that was like our first attempt at talking about a movie. And we uh, included a sub a subtopic in there as well. <laughs> oh yeah. So we did that, <laughs> and then we talked about the movie. That might that might be our longest one actually. Um, this is our rival episode, second longest. Our like first ten episodes or something. I don't even want to think about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like we kind of uh, we we started fixing all the issues, yeah, halfway through at this point. So like episode eleven is where we begin. <laughs> yes. Um, so our our next movie is Empty Man, correct? Yes. Um, okay. We might do an episode next week. Of we might do the Empty Man next week. And then we'll do Godzilla versus Kong the week after that. Okay. Then after that, we'll jump into the every other week again. Every two weeks again. But um, I think the Empty Man will be next day. Okay. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. That's all I got. Follow us on the social medias here attempted topics and then you can find our uh, personal accounts through there anything else no we're good <clears throat> we'll have sing us out yeah Aerosmith <laughs> what did you say I was about to say Wonder Woman <laughs> uh, the song I was gonna play <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> Bye.